Hey y'all, welcome to Baller on a Budget Southern Style. I think I have an interesting podcast lined up for y'all today on Baller on a Budget. I'm Laura and today we will be talking about me losing my camping virginity. All I have to say is the shit we do for our kids is like moving mountains, which by the way, did happen. I think I deserve more than an attitude and a sticker from both of my little boys. Also, I have another awesome corny joke at the end of the show. Something funny for you to look forward to. All right, so let's get started. In October in North Carolina, it's absolutely beautiful in the mountains. Uh, The leaves are changing from green to orange to red. And it's just like such an addicting view. Um, And it has become an addiction for me over the years and for a lot of Eastern North Carolinians. And it's almost kind of like a rite of passage. So last year was the first year that I did not take the boys for their annual mountain trip. It was the first year without my husband, and every day was like a heartbreaking memory. Um, That's all that consumed my mind every day last year. And then the Facebook memories, they're like a double-edged sword. They would pop up daily with some picture that would make me cry. So, needless to say, my first year without my husband and dealing with my two little boys was harder for me than my friends, families, neighbors, and anybody will ever know. I'm approaching the anniversary of the second year that he's been gone. That'll be in December. And the sadness doesn't go away. However, I do realize that I'm a stronger person than I ever thought I would be. I will admit I'm high maintenance. However, my boys need to have boys experiences. I have blogged about my one and hopefully, hopefully only horse poop story on wittywidow.online. But that's about like me having to touch things that I really didn't ever think that I would have to touch and do things that I didn't ever think I had to do. And also while I'm doing all this, I have to pretend that I'm having the time of my life, like camping. Uh, This past summer, uh, we spent a lot of time exploring the tiny islands around where we live on the coast and we collected all kinds of treasures. We love collecting treasures. Probably we'll talk about treasures a lot. Um, but so I thought to myself before it gets too cold, excuse me, that maybe we should go to the mountains and then they could find some treasures up there and it would just be something totally different for us three. Um, since I am a baller on a budget, we went from with when my husband was alive from staying in this magnificent, gorgeous house made of windows on a mountaintop to camping in a tent at a campground. B 
big, big difference, let me tell you. While there's nothing wrong with that, it's just never been my go-to vacation. <laughs> I know there are some people out there that absolutely love camping and living off the land, and I completely respect that, and I think that's super cool, but it's just not my thing. However, I did want to make the best of it. I am not a negative Nancy, and I was going to be on the A-list of actors for having the best time of my life, or acting like I'm having the best time of my life. We could also hike the, tra the trails and find real treasures like crystals and gems. I do like hiking and being outside in nature. And I mean, treasure hunting is cool when it's stuff I wanna find. <laughs> um, so I decided on a whim that I would take the kids out of school early on a Friday and that we would camp out in the mountains. So I had planned for the night, just one night, because camping is not my thing. Also, I was worried about surviving two nights. <laughs> so I picked them up from school early enough for us to get to our camping spot before dark. I had no idea what I was in for. I had never put a tent up by myself. Once we got to our location for the night, and set up, which was an act of God, thank you God, we decided that we would go to a local pumpkin patch, which we have them around here, but for some reason sounded more fun to go to a different one on the western part of the state. And my boys acted like they had never seen pumpkins before, so it was just as fun for them. And they kept adding more and more pumpkins to the pile, and while they weren't looking, trying to find another big one, I was moving them off the pile. Oh, and by the way, I'm doing this trip on a $100 budget, minus the tent fee and gas. So once we returned to our campsite, which I did buy them pumpkins, but just not all of them, um, I began to attempt to make a fire to cook a steak that my oldest had requested me to cook. Now, my oldest is an extremely picky eater, and when he asks for something like steak or potatoes or pork chop, I make it happen. I have to have this child eat actual food. So I was so excited that he wanted a steak on an open fire. So after I get started, I'm having another, holy shit, I'm not prepared moment. Um, no one really has to worry about me starting a forest fire. I was lucky that I got the stake to quit mooing for the most part. And I didn't know that all wood did not burn. I know that might be common sense to some people, but I thought it was a sign that God was sending me when I saw a free firewood ad on Facebook. <laughs> But it was all wet, and the smoke it produced was horrid. I did, however, get one piece to light. So, I did kind of cook the steak. But, he did not like the steak. I ate the steak like a caveman. I was starving. <laughs> I probably would have eaten dirt, but... So, that was another uh, losing my camping virginity 
Um, and then where, where I've been, like, camping in the past, I mean, like, once, when I was a lot younger, like, Girl Scouts. Um, but, you know, then I wasn't, like, the adult in charge. So, <laughs> I had to juggle so many girls. I had to act like camping was the best thing ever and act like I had everything under control, which I had no idea what I was doing. Now, I did come prepared with what's the obvious thing that you need when you camp out. S'mores. So, I had that under control, except for the gosh darn fire. Um, I was used to my husband doing all of the caveman shit, and he made that stuff look easy. Uh, this was a challenge that I did not want to see my kids watch me struggle on. Sure, um, you know, it could be common sense to most people on how to start a fire, but with no training nor experience other than watching my husband and seeing the forest fires on TV, I mean, they everything burned in them was pretty much fucked. Um, I couldn't keep the fire going, but I did have a little orange light from the wood from the stake earlier. So I kept at it. I got, I was excited. I kept going and going. And then after much trial and error, it paid off. I got fire. <laughs> and I felt like I had won the lottery. I have never won the lottery, but I think I would jump just as high. I was so freaking excited. So now that I've got the fire going and I've got the kids went and picked out their sticks to do their marshmallows. Now that they've now they've decided that the idea of s'mores is better than eating them. So I basically went into hot sweats to make a fire for them, for them to catch the marshmallows on fire and then stomp it out. So now I have to deal with sticky ass melted marshmallows on the bottom of my shoes, sticking me down and holding me to every other effing step like on the ground. And I mean, it was like not just stepping in a marshmallow and dirt. It was like stepping in super glue and trying to move. It was horrid. I don't know where these marshmallows came from and how old they were, but they were stronger than super glue. But all of the things that we went through or went through my mind, uh, it didn't phase the kids at all. They had a blast and that's all that mattered. And everyone was really exhausted by the end of the day and night and the wonderful fresh air so wonderful so we all fell asleep quickly which really surprised me because I didn't think that I was gonna be able to sleep in a tent uh, we had a great night until about 3 a.m. and that's when my youngest woke up and then when he woke up and wanted to snuggle then I had to pee so I had to go pee beside the tent, which was amazing at 3 a.m. And I guess my oldest heard me come back into the tent and he wanted me to grab him his coat to protect him from the spiders. And I was not able to find his coat. 
So I told him just to put the covers over his head and there were no spiders for him to go back to sleep. The problem with me is once my feet hit the floor pretty much after 12 a.m., I'm up. I just cannot go back to sleep. I'm sure I did doze off some because I woke up at 7.30 in the morning or, you know, got moving. And I thought, well, shit, we have slept the day away. When I'm on vacation, I am go, go, go. All gas, no brakes. We got to see it all. So while the kids were sleeping, it was wonderful. I quietly packed up the car so we could go hiking and gym mining, like get to this little gym site early. And I really wasn't all that quiet <laughs> or not as quiet as I thought to be. So they woke up about half an hour of me banging crap around trying to play a live Tetris game in my, the back of my car. I was prepared with the water, also the fresh water, so we could brush our teeth and wash our faces. And they could handle the potty part. And once all that was done, everything was cleaned up, we were off to our next adventure. So luckily the mine that we were headed to was about 20 minutes from the trail. And this was awesome because I had no idea as to what I was doing and we were the first people there. So there was no extra witnesses <laughs> to see how naive I was about our adventure. Uh, we paid the little fee to get into the mine, and the boys were so excited. I mean, they were off, like they were running with the bulls in Spain. It, it was just great. And it was also super quiet, because nobody else was there. Uh, it was just wonderful. So down towards, once you get down, down a little bit of the trail, they have sifters and little shovels. And so we picked up our sifter thingies and the shovels, and then we ventured down into the creek. And my first step in my waterproof boots sent me into a quick little shock because those bitches were not waterproof. My feet were soaked with ice cold water at the very beginning of our excursion. And all that sucked for my feet. The boys were having a blast jumping on the creek rocks. So it was fine. It's fine with me. It's the shit that we do as parents, right? Uh, then the littlest one fell into the water and got soaked. And he whined and cried and life was over for a little bit until we found this humongous stone. Then he forgot all about being soaking wet and cold. Uh, <laughs> I looked over and my oldest one had run off to go get a wheelbarrow that was just conveniently located about 15 feet from our massive beauty of a treasure, which I had not noticed when we were first there. So he brought it to me and I picked up the treasure and threw it in the wheelbarrow. And I don't know if I mentioned earlier that we hiked downhill. Um, so that plays a huge part. Uh, now um, that the kids have kind of found their, well, they found their treasure, they are 
sifting and finding stuff but when they're sifting and they're finding like the little gems and rocks the cute stuff that wasn't really doing it for them they really enjoyed finding the humongous chunks of clay and rock and as the wheelbarrow filled up we got dirtier and dirtier okay nasty filthy and since the clay was red we looked like impalupas from charlie and the chocolate factory <laughs> it was terrible um <laughs> and it looked like we've been homeless forever excuse me for coughing um after lunch they were finally tired um we hadn't eaten and i didn't bring a lunch to eat down there because i didn't think that through either um and home was a bit under a four-hour drive and they're ready to go so i was feeling on top of the world because i knew we'd get home before dark and i knew that i'd have time to unpack so everything was great until i realized that we were at pretty much the bottom of the world and i had to push about an eight hundred pounds of the boys new rock collection up a mountain in a wheelbarrow uh, <laughs> that was the best slash worst workout I'd have in my life um, once we got to the end of the dig site which it was a dig site and then it was like a trail and then it kind of went up farther but I mean I was exhausted and no 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 I mean, like, exhausted is an understatement. <laughs> I had to sit down this time. Uh, I mean, I had rested in the past every once, you know, every couple feet, but this time I had to sit down. And as I sat, I was looking around, and then I noticed like an 80-degree hill in front of us that I had to push this bitch up. <laughs> oh, my God. But I could not let the boys down with the treasure that they had worked so hard for. And I had pushed this wheelbarrow this far. It was going up that hill. Which, by now, it weighed more about like a million pounds to my fatigued body. And we hadn't eaten, so I was weak. Um, next time, I will think it more through and not let the excitedness get over me. Get, or overwhelm me so I can remember to eat and feed the kids too. So while I'm sitting there trying to figure everything out, I heard people coming. Um, now it was starting to get, like there was people starting to kind of trickle in, I guess, cause it was getting later in the day. And they had a little girl and I really bond with little girls. I guess it's because I have two boys and I love girly girl stuff. Um, so I bond with little girls every time. She didn't want to get her shoes wet and was scared to let her be bare feet touch the creek water. While my boys ran around like banshees, like they were raised in the woods, I bent down and showed her how to sift through the clay and find some of the little treasures. And it was obviously like the parents, it was the mom, the dad, and then the grandma, and then the little girl. It was obviously their first time, but I mean, it was my first time too. But since I had already spent hours in the woods, at this point, I was like considering myself an amateur pro. 
um the parents and the grandmother were they were it was sad but I understand I've been there they were getting frustrated uh with the little girl because she just wouldn't get like anywhere near the water so I bent down and showed her showed her like how to put like how to shovel the dirt in and then she got wet and how to sift and when she started finding the cute little emeralds and little stones, she got really excited. And then she went splashing around that creek without care in the world. And the father looked at me and said, thank you. And he was very genuine about it. And I will tell you, always keep this in mind. When preparedness and opportunity meet, this equals success. So I told him that I had been pushing that wheelbarrow as I went over to it um, for miles, which was a wee bit of an exaggeration because it really wasn't miles, but felt like it. And I asked him that, you know, if he would mind pushing it to my car, um, that we were the first people there. So I had parked close and I could really see in his eyes that he didn't want to, but his wife was so appreciative and the grandmother that they coerced um, him into going because I had helped the little girl start having fun and wanting to explore. The poor guy. Like I said earlier, this wheelbarrow is heavy as hell. <laughs> and this steep ass slope is really steep that we have to go up. And I believe, I'm pr no, I'm pretty much sure I know that the owners of the mine did this on purpose. So this man in his 30s takes the beginning of this uphill slope like a champ. I rooted him on and at the end of the slope, uh, I could see like the achievement on his face. He felt so accomplished. Um, and then I told him that my car was like another 100 feet up and then his face kind of fell so I offered to pay him for his kindness because you know we would not be going up that hill with all the treasures without his help he declined my offer and finally we get to the car he was so tired that when I offered to pay him again, <laughs> he, he like took off running down the hill to his family. I felt awful that I had just made this man feel the need to prove his manliness. But on the other hand, I had been trying to prove mine for the last 18 hours and I was pooped. So the boys and I loaded up our heavy ass treasure and headed back to good old Eastern North Carolina. <laughs> the car was so heavy, it took two full tanks to get us home, when it only took one to get us there. <laughs> we were loaded down. They were happy and slept all the way home, and that made Mommy happy, so we were a happy car. I'm pretty sure that, that, that the man that pushed the wheelbarrow up that hill for us, or mountain, whatever you want to call it, but I mean, it was tall um, I know that he didn't go home with the right collection that we did because I know that he would not want to do that again but I appreciate him very much for it um, and now the boys have their right collection 
I have mine, and, which mine don't weigh that much. <laughs> but now I can't wait to see what kind of jewelry I can make with our treasures. Um, it's going to take me some time to get some of my rocks into the pristine shape that I like them in. Um, also, I need to get over the body pain from pushing up that damn wheelbarrow. But if you want to check out the boys' treasures, some of the boys' treasures and some of the jewelry that I've made, uh, check out yumyumyellow.com. It's Y-U-M-M-Y-U-M-M-Y-E-L-L-O.com. So it's two M's. Um, and now it's time for corny joke time. My favorite time. Why is the moon rock tastier than an earth rock? <laughs> because it's a little meteor. That's <laughs> so silly. Okay, either way, you know I had to throw in a rock joke. Um, don't forget to check us out on Instagram at yumyumyellow.com and Facebook at yumyumyellow and witty, a witty widow's journey moving forward. Um, please like and share, subscribe to this podcast, to this podcast to hear about our next adventure that I didn't think all the way through. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Baller on a Budget Southern Style. Until next time. Bye, guys.